so excited for this episode. I feel good. I feel skinny. Oh, powerful, young, tiny, small, strong. Butch. Welcome back to Butch Ovision. Butch Ovision? Butch. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Two Dykes and a Mic. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. And I'm Rachel Scanlon. We are so glad you're here. If you're listening to us and you want to support this podcast and you want to see how fucking hot and jacked we are, you can find us on Patreon. And also, while you're on the computer... Yeah, we are going on tour in January. Um, we have three cities right now in Texas. We have Dallas. Boom. Fort Worth. Yeehaw. Austin. Austin. And then we're d- going to do San Diego. Yes, we'll be at Mic Drop. Yeah. So, so get your tickets. It's in our link tree and come out and watch a Two Dykes and a Mic show live. It is some of the most fun that you can ever have. Well, because you're going to see us both do stand up. Yes. Which is huge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely and, huge. And then we do a version of the podcast live and we make it pretty personalized to each city that we're in. So yeah. if you have seen us before, it cannot be duplicated. It sure so can. Come check it out. I love it. It's where I really thrive. Sometimes I lose my mind in front of your very eyes. I, what do you mean sometimes? It's all it's the time. It's all the time. I go pretty fucking ham. You do. I know that on this episode, we will be reviewing the L word Gen Q. Yeah. Because the first three episodes are out. Yeah. And we have some thoughts about it. First, actually, I think four are out. Ugh. Four or five. What? Yeah. I know. Ugh. I watched. I'm all up to date. Okay. Um. Sorry I scoffed so loud about it. Sorry yeah. I went, ugh. <laughs> There's a lot of episodes Every out. time I talk about the L word Gen Q, though, my body goes, Yeah. And that's more to come. Mm -hmm. You have not been watching White Lotus. I have not been. There is a character on the White Lotus who is... Did you watch season one? So I just got into season one. Okay. Am I a year and a half too late? Yes. Yeah. But I'm loving it. Yes. And it's really fun. It's so good. And like, you know, the guy with the mustache... I sure do. ...who's gay? Yes. Um, The equivalent of that character in Mm -hmm. season two is this like beautiful, but also like type A kind of like businesswoman, lesbian... Oh, and she is like in charge of the hotel there okay. at the White Lotus, but now it's in Sicily in oh, Italy hot. and it is eye candy for yeah. just like Italy. It's gorgeous. Um, but there is a scene in White Lotus where there are two hookers, uh-huh. gal hookers, prostitutes, it, prostitute. Yeah. Hooker. Okay. That's the words that they use in the show. Oh, okay. Sex workers. Yeah. Hookers is one of the best words of all time. Hookers feels 80s. Does it feel? It feels original Law and Order. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It feels like bum bum. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't feel right. (laughs) It doesn't feel right for me to be saying. For me, when I say the word hooker, it feels to me like, it feels like when you say call girl, Mm -hmm. where like, I want people to think that I've possibly partaked in hooked. Hook, I've hooked. <laughs> I've been hooked. I, I, I'm just... Of I'm all wa- the words, even just phonetically, yeah. the uh with mm-hmm. the k- No, no. It's a great word. Yeah. I do feel like it is past its time. Okay. It's... Are we putting hookers to bed? I think so. <laughs> all right. Call girls? Yeah. Okay. Women of the night. <laughs> there are these two sex workers yeah. that frequent the hotel. Okay. And they like sleep with the people... Love this. Going through, right? And um, there is a scene where one of these call girls Mm -hmm. like talks directly to the like gay woman who like runs the ship. Yeah. And has a line where she's like, well, all girls are gay. Mm -hmm. And I found it to be 
one of those things where I'm like, do straight women believe that about themselves? The amount of straight women that have told me that they're like, I want to be so bad. Yeah. I wish I am. I right. was. But they know deep down that they're not. That's what I'm wondering because I've had straight women my entire life right. tell me that they're wish that they were gay. Yeah. And I can't tell if they're pandering to me because they're like, oh, it's I, cute and fun to flirt with a lesbian. But yeah. part of it feels like deeper than that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't gauge it because I think that like straight girls treat masculine or soft butch lesbians a lot differently than they treat femme lesbians. Yeah. Like toys. Right. Yeah. So like I have, I have no gauge. Like when straight women are like, I wish I was gay. Part yeah. of me is like, you know, you don't have to wish it, bitch. You don't have to say that. You don't have to, or you don't have to placate me. Yeah. But well, I'm like, do they also actually I, believe I'm that like, they, it's the same thing. We have all the same issues as straight couples. Absolutely. Like it, you, lesbians are going to cheat on you too. Lesbians right. can sh- treat you like shit Every as well. Every relationship is hard. Yeah. And the only difference is that we have to learn how to rock climb. <laughs> and that's the upper body strength required for a, a, a lesbian, lesbian relationship is really hard. Very true. And, Yes. It's all, all relationships are hard. Yeah. We just have to say like on belay. <laughs> That's really good. Thank you. Um, but where, like, what are we talking about? Do you think, yeah. Do you think Mackenzie, mm-hmm. like in your bones that, do you believe that whole trope that like all girls are gay? No, I believe there's a spectrum and that there's a lot of straight girls that are on the zero to one. Yeah. But all the fun ones are on the other end. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, I don't. But that's really fun to hear. I do think that everyone has a little bit of queerness deep in them or they've thought about it or there's something like there. I do believe that. Yeah, but I don't think that necessarily that they are, if you're going to do the Kinsey scale, that everyone is going to be a four or a five. That there's just always going to be Yeah, I think it's always a huge range of sexualities. I think that, and this is going to be controversial, Yeah, I think that gender, Mm -hmm. sexuality, Mm -hmm. gayness is all a social construct that like at our core, kind of like, you know, the movie everything everywhere all at once where there are just paths Mm -hmm. and people that you maybe collide into and have sex with and Mm -hmm. love. I think it's more like that where there is, there's identity based on experiences that we have as like culturally gay people. Yeah. And all of that is real and true and based on experiences, but it's all because of we live in a society where certain things matter and certain things don't. But I think it's all basically just bodies bumping in the wind. Don't say stuff like that. And that's my Ted talk. That's your Ted talk. On sexuality based on the white Lotus, yeah. which I think you should watch. I've got to get into it. I know that everyone's talking about it. It's big, but I'm deep in L word right now. I'm sorry. I'm having fun. Are you? I'm out here having a good time. I love the L word Gen Q. With who? Finley with her brunette ass hair. We'll get into it at the end. Do you know? I we'll want, get into I, it. I, we'll but get into let it. me, let me just tease you. And I would fuck Rosie O'Donnell a hundred times over. And that dry sandwich that she's eating. Can I t- tell you? Yes. I stand Rosie so hard. Like I, every time Rosie comes on screen, I'm laughing harder than I thought I Same. would. If Rosie O'Donnell is a scene stealer. I mean, obviously a scene stealer. Obviously, she, I just want to, you know, her big round glasses. She's Love so, em. she just like so deeply falls into this fumbly character. And I'm like, 
Let me be the glasses that sit on your face. Yeah. I absolutely am in love with Rosie Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. When she came on that one scene and was the... Whatever. Let's get into it later. Okay, sorry. I'm so sorry, everyone. I do want to talk about real quick before we get like deep into this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, as our listeners know, I'm engaged. I'm getting married. I've been um, recently... Where's your ring? Oh, I don't really wear it that often. Too heavy? No, Uh-oh. it's just like, whatever. Ooh. Shut up. Um, I was recently talking to somebody else who's uh, just got married. Okay. And they did this thing where at the bachelorette party, they played a little game. And I'm sure you've heard of it. It's where like you get the the groom-to-be and you sit him down and you ask him a couple different questions. Things like, what is her favorite color? Or mm. what's her favorite food? What annoys you about her? Stuff like that, right? This is a newlywed game. Yeah, it's a newlywed game. And then at the bachelorette party, they, add, they played the video for her with his answers. And right before he would answer the question, they would ask her the answer, right? Yes. And if she gets it right, all the bridesmaids have to take a shot she gets it wrong she has to take a shot great and i'm loving this game yeah and i would also love to play it with you and nazara once i feel like we should do it oh we have to but while we're here i want to ask you what is the one thing that annoys you about nazara can you think of it off the top of your head i mean the first thing that comes to mind is her strong disbelief in western medicine that's absolutely (laughs) hilarious that is the funniest thing. <laughs> it's one of those things that I'm like, girl. So no, ad, she, no Advil, no ibuprofen. None of it. And like, okay. she will be like to her so core. congested. <laughs> so at her wits end, like I, she's up all night coughing in my ear. And I'm like, can I please just pour you some NyQuil? Yeah. And she's like, I'm gonna, just going to go peel this orange. <laughs> That's when I'm like, babe, no amount of vitamin C. You need a fucking New Jersey ass mucinex to get up in your sinuses. Yes, absolutely. That's so funny because Erica does the exact same thing. She's like, I better go take a remedy. And I'm like, she's just like, oh, I need some ginseng. I'm like, bitch, you do not need ginseng. You know what I mean? Like you're Jish, ill, but you like, have the flu. I think the combination <laughs> of like, she's a California girl. Like yeah. she's born in San Francisco and just like a Cali girl mixed with like her parents never took her to the doctor. Like, and I'm like, yeah, you don't even know what an antibiotic would feel like. You oh, it's fucking. The best. Yes. I took so many antibiotics growing up oh my God. and I'm, and my body is broken. A hundred percent broken, broken, but, but boy. give me an antibiotic. I would just like, I want to pop an antibiotic every day just yeah. for maintenance. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice. What's your, what's something that annoys you about your partner? So well, we sat down and we tried to do this for like a little bit. Cause I love asking her questions like that. Same. And her thing that annoys the thing that I do that annoys her to her core is me. I leave too many shoes at the front door. So they'll pile up. I leave shoes and socks. And socks? Everywhere. Well, no, the socks I'll usually throw in the dog bed and blame it on the dog. What? <laughs> You're a fucking psycho dude. I go, Liv, pick up your socks. <laughs> okay, wait, that's a funny bit. <laughs> Thank you. I love that bit. Um, but yeah, it's. I just love hearing what um, annoys... What makes you tick? Well, what annoys my partner? If I could ask you what annoys you, like if you and I were to play the the newlywed game, mm-hmm. what would annoy you about me? What do I do that annoys you? I mean, I would say you've changed, but mm-hmm. you used to text <laughs> you guys. 
If you ever listen to the first like 50 episodes of this podcast, you might hear me talk about how Mackenzie texts as if she hates you. <laughs> and it's jarring because I only text women. I don't yeah. text men. Yeah. And women are so flowery mm. and like emojis. You're fucking full business. And yeah. I used to be like, this is a freak of nature. <laughs> like, don't. T- I used to have to be like, I think I used to tell you to say nice things to me. Yeah. I'd be like, and now a you'd be like, come over at five. <laughs> And, like, and now here I need a compliment, but you've gotten a okay. lot better about that. I mean, since you started dating Erica, you have yeah. softened a lot. Yeah. And that's nice. You know, what's funny is my thing that annoys me about you is also text related. What is it? You misspell everything <laughs> and you never go back to fix the misspelling. You know what I mean? And most of the time I don't. <laughs> and most times I'll be like, what did you mean by this? And you'll be like, I obviously meant this and it'll also be misspelled. <laughs> Okay, for some reason, I'm always texting you like in the midst of 4,000 things. Yeah. I'm always like in a tornado while on the pot. When you text me, it truly feels like if this is your phone. Yeah. You're like this and you hit send. <laughs> well, it's also, so many wrong you letters. Know how, like our phones are smart enough that if you correct it enough times, when you spell it wrong, it fixes it. Right. It but doesn't I do never that. correct it. And it doesn't do that for me. So it's just like the words that aren't words, mm-hmm. which I'm like, this is a choice because autocorrect is a thing. So it feels like you went back and chose to misspell everything. I'm busy and my hands, I'm like, who's got time to go back and be like, I didn't mean sausage or whatever. Swash. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fun. I do want to play the, the newlywed, newlywed game. game Maybe you. we can do it on the next game night. I would love that. Yeah. We'll figure out how to we'll do it. We'll figure it out. Okay. So we have an Ask a Dyke. Do you want to read it? Yeah, I do. Okay, so this one comes from Shannon. And Can you say her name? Does it say? Shannon. Okay. It doesn't have a last name. Hi, Shannon. Um, Hello, ladies. First of all, you are so gorgeous and hilarious. True. Thank you. And true. Um, So Shannon is asking, what are both of your coming out stories? Were they pivotal? And how would you... Do you have any advice for a young gay trying to come out now to a family member? Oh, shit. Well, I have a... I have an interesting one. Your coming um, out story? Yeah, I mean... Tell me. Mine is... I, I technically came out over text message to my father. Oh, I love that. Which was, cause I was like, I went to my house and I got so nervous. I was like, tonight's the night. Like I knew it was the night and I get so nervous that I literally probably sat there for four hours being like, do it now, do it now, do it now. <laughs> and like, I couldn't do it. I really just was like, it's, I can't do it. Mm. So I left and then I was driving back to college and was like, you've got to, you have to text, you have to text and let him know. So I did text my dad while I was driving and he sent a very nice text, but we never really like talked about it in person. Mm-hmm. But every like once a month, my dad would take me to Costco. We'd do like a family Costco trip. Love that. And that was the next time I saw him after I sent that text. And he very clearly wanted to talk about it. Oh my God. While at Costco. Oh, he really wanted to get into it while like getting samples. Like I remember being like going up and down the aisles and getting little samples and him like turning to me and asking questions. And I remember being like, this is actually kind of perfect. If I talk about it now while at Costco, 
he's so preoccupied with me telling him how I am gay and it's not a phase (laughs) that I was like, I might be able to sneak some extra stuff in the cart. (laughs) (laughs) Like I remember putting a ninja bullet in being like, I think I'm going to get away with this. Oh my God. Because he was just like, is there someone you're dating? Would you ever be with a man again? And I was like throwing stuff in the cart to be like, don't look this way. Oh my God. I'm gay over here. This is the ninja bullet going in the car. You're cart. like, so Leviticus is a lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's like, I remember. You've always been such a thinker. I'm a businesswoman. You're a businesswoman through and through. I'm like, while I'm coming out, I might as well get something out of it. So I remember in, the next time in person we were at a Costco and I was oh like, God. let's get some stuff while I'm here. And you got that neutral bullet. I did get a neutral bullet for my, I was in college and I took it back to my apartment. That's hysterical. Yeah. You're so smart. I mean, I don't know if it was... I, I took advantage of the situation. Smart. Which was... I think gay people should do that more often. I honestly am like, come out while you're shopping with your parents. At least at a, a major, like maybe not clothes shopping, but like if you are at a Costco, a Target, a Walmart, come out to your parents, put a couple extra things in the cart, it won't even phase them. They're not going to be like, oh... Mm-hmm. Get your gay shit out of here. No, up up top, they're gonna be like, when were they were they dating their friend? Right, their childhood best friend is that, was that who they fell in love with? You're getting a laptop. <laughs> You're getting a free laptop. Do it at a Best Buy. Yeah, do it at a Best go, Buy. Go come out at a Best Buy. Yeah, and then come out with a laptop. There you go. Genius. I know. You know what's so insane? Mm-hmm. So many people are coming out right now. Yeah, and, and with the internet. Yeah, and I'm like, you got to came out, came out, huh? You had to come out. You got to come out with like texting and like at a Costco. I mean, I was, I came out with like a W. What was it called? The T9. Oh, T9. I fully came out T9 style. Oh my god, you had to tip G. G. One, two, three. G- a one. <laughs> one. Y. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I came out during the Bush administration. I came out a long time ago. Long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah. My coming out story is so boring, but I do feel like as a gay person, I have to come out constantly. Yeah. Like every doctor's visit. My last, I mean, I, I've already told this story on the podcast, but last Thanksgiving, I had to come out to somebody at the Thanksgiving dinner who had never met me and Erica at the time. And I remember being like, I. I came in and was like, this is my girlfriend, told everyone there, introduced her as my girlfriend. And this girl's mind was absolutely blown when we were like, we're not roommates. Because she kept, I mean, she was like... She couldn't make sense of the information she she was getting. Couldn't possibly fathom. It was one of the funniest and also like so annoying things to go through. So you can sometimes tell when people are never exposed to gayness and they're just like... Uh, what you know what's it's fucking crazy to me that everyone is coming out as queer except for the girl i was closeted with in high school <laughs> has she come out at all or no just not, no no hmm. isn't that crazy it is pretty nuts especially because like how long were you in the closet with her for two years yeah no that's not like a that's not like an accident and like everyone knows now oh <gasps> can i tell you something yes oh my Tell me. Okay, I need to know what your thoughts are on this. I was at a wedding Hot. with Erica. Yes. All of her like high school friends were there, right? Mm-hmm. Some of her ex-boyfriends were there. Hot. So I get introduced to one of her ex-boyfriends. He goes, you got a good one. I go, I know. <laughs> Mackenzie! I fucking asked her to marry me. Yeah, yeah I, know I know I got that. a good one. So she, Erica took it as like, that's really sweet no, that he said that. I he took was it stepping as, to you? Yes, I know. I know. And I literally was like, 
Okay, thank you for like. Do you want to know why it's annoying? Why? It's because it's as if he is somehow like letting like um, it feels like, like he's dad. giving you permission. Yep. Like he's like, hey, I did it first, and now you can have my blessing to know that she's a good one. It's like, go fuck yourself. That would have okay. made me fucking Thank crazy. You. I literally was fuming. Oh. And I, I, I was so fucking mad. And I was like, that's such a straight like guy thing yes. to say of like, you got a good one. Ugh, fuck fuck you. you. I hate that so much. I'm so mad. Why do there's something I think that like m- maybe straight men's brains break a little bit yeah, when, when they, they have to be confronted. Like mm-hmm. we had that show in Seattle and this girl I used to have sex with brought yeah. her husband <laughs> and <laughs> bold by yeah, the way, bold. bold of her. Yeah. But he like, they can never just treat you like if you were a guy yeah. and you were dating and engaged to Erica, do you think he would fucking say to you like no. you got a good one? He yeah. wouldn't say that at all. Like yeah. that girl brought her husband and the first thing he said to me was Eskimo brothers. Ugh. Don't do that. Ew. Yeah. What are you doing here? Ew. Inappropriate. Inappropriate. I wonder, Weird. I why they think that that's acceptable. I think that people treat lesbian relationships really weird. Yeah. They treat it in like a way that like they are kind of uncomfortable and they feel like they either have to sanction it like Mm -hmm. that they will bless it or legitimize it by acknowledging it with their point of view and it's just like unnecessary. It skeeved me out so much and it made me feel like like I'm giving her away to you. Yeah. Like I was with her but but now you can have her. Yeah, and I'm like, fuck off. Fuck off. No. Thank you so much for understanding. Oh, 100%. I, I would have been not cool about it. No, immediately when I told Erica my point of view, she was like, oh my God, you're right. She was like, ew, yeah. Do you know how many, and this is like similar but different. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how many men have been saying like such belittling things to me when I get off of stage lately? Oh God. Things, the amount of men that have told me that I'm a natural at stand-up. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I've been doing stand up for nine years. (laughs) Wait, can you start doing it back? You should just honestly, you should preemptively start doing it to any man that gets off stage. Be like, you're a natural. Hey, good job. Hey, you're really. Are you just starting at this? Do it. Just to preemptively do it. Because if it's already going to come your way, start doing it. Such a natural. Or someone will say, like, hey, you're really good. Don't, you got to keep this shit up. Start doing As if that. I have not been keeping it up. Start doing it only to headliners. Male headliners <laughs> say, hey, don't give up. Hey, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Hey, keep it up, kid. Please. Please start doing it. Don't say keep it up, kid. That's honestly, why are men like this? It's oh. never a woman who is saying like, keep no. it up, kid, to me. <laughs> I hate, listen, I don't hate men. I like most men. I do too, but there are a certain select few that I'm like, oh, I can't wow. stand you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, okay, let's finally get into the Sorry. episode. We have another bumble. We have a bumble. number. We got a bumble. Oh, this one's good. This Why did is... I pull up the wrong one? No, that's coming up soon. 
Wait, how do you know where it is? Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, Mackenzie. What? I took something, a screenshot that I need to read to you. I love this episode. You're going to fucking shit your pants. <laughs> yeah. You're going to shit. You're going to hate it. And I have to warn you. Trigger warning, Mackenzie. You're going to fucking hate this. <laughs> okay. What is it? Hi, friend. This is in my personal DMs. Okay. Already a scary place to be. Can I tell you, I've been getting some really weird DMs. Dude, yeah. And it's, I think I'm in a, I think I need to log off. I think I need to check out. Yeah, we're out of here. Yeah. I had some weird accounts following what me recently. What did you get? I've been getting a, a lot of like Corgi accounts. <laughs> yeah. That's not too bad. Nope. And they what they'll do is they'll DM me Bork Bork. Oh. B-O-R-K-B-O-R-K, which is like internet lingo for bark. I hate that. And I hate it. And I'm like... There's a human there just borking at you. Yeah. Oh. I'm not loving it. You're going to hate this. Okay, please. Ready? Yeah. Hi, friend. Yeah. And I, I had to leave this as unopened because mm-hmm. Nazara to. told me to. <laughs> Obviously. I must tell you, mm-hmm. my girlfriend and I fucked to Two Dykes in a Mic podcast episode yesterday. It was glorious. We both enjoyed laughing at you and Ken's while having orgasms. Anyways, hope you have a great day. Well, I have a couple follow-ups. <laughs> I have a couple things okay? I'd like to ask. Yeah. Were they laughing during during the orgasm when someone would like let's say you're going down on your girlfriend were you giggling down there right I, i'm gonna need to know that or were you laughing so hard that you're coming also what episode i need because to know I, I would like to tell our agents that this lo- apparently is the episode we need to be sending i'd out. love to know which episode yeah and i'd love to know which part because if it's the theme song i get it who was making you laugh right was it ken's or was it, or was ray? it ray or was it rat or, or it, sorry <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> I've been um, going. I can't even tell them because they'll take it too far. They'll start calling. I you. know, and I can't. Okay, fine. Um, I have a. I have a lot. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's an appropriate thing to message somebody? That is one of the most inappropriate, horrifying things to message you. One. Why are you listening to a podcast while fucking your girlfriend? Why is <laughs> it two like, dikes and a mic? Imagine you're like, hey babe, let I me go put on something, thing. and it's. A podcast in general. And it's a comedy podcast. A comedy podcast, double hysterical. We also do a lot of pee trauma. Pee trauma. Was big back in the day. Right. We don't talk. We're not like, hey. hey, If the episode was like, hey, hey, bitch, why don't you lay back your cowgirl? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, ready? Let me do it. Yeah, do it, do it. Hey, baby, Mm -hmm. lay your flat ass down. Why don't you plop that pancake ass back? <laughs> Enjoy the ride. <laughs> plop that pancake ass. I can't believe that anyone would fuck and to completion with our voices. We when I laugh, I go so high, right? So goofy. And There's sometimes when I listen back to the episodes when we're editing, I think to myself, why can I hear myself breathing in my nose? You literally, for a couple episodes ago, it was... I like, was sick. You were ill and I could it was hear... Like, <laughs> it was and like, somebody's coming to that? It's, I mean, horrifying. But also, you're welcome. You're welcome. Leave us a review. <laughs> Please. <laughs> you came to the podcast. Wow. Honestly, that's huge. Okay, sorry. I really had to just share that with somebody because I'm like, what am I going to do with this info? You know what I mean? Hey, baby. Lay that flat <laughs> pancake ass down with you coughing in the background. <laughs> oh, God. Hey there, pancake. <laughs> okay. 
Mommy don't know that he's getting up at the. Okay. Also, yeah. At this wedding, straight people. They were. It, this is a straight wedding. Honestly, we were the only. There was a one point where I looked around and I was like, "Babe, we're the only two gay people." I'm always the only gay person at every wedding I've ever been at. I think that. Erica and I, when we go to Jersey, are the only two gay people in Jersey. In the tri-state area. It feels that way when 100%. I'm there. Why do weddings feel so straight? And why do straight people lose their minds to unholy? I know. I'm like, one, this song, I literally was screaming. I was like, this song is not wedding appropriate. <laughs> I was like, it's about the guy cheating, cheating on his wife. Right. And they, this whole straight Italian wedding was like, mommy, don't. People lose their minds. Straight people lose it to unholy and you know what's funny is i'm like I, every gay person i know is like eh, about it it's okay it's okay but like we why no one takes it seriously straight people lose are it. dead ass like turn on unholy but they're like please blast it in this church yeah what i don't know okay we have a bumble fumble enough time has passed where i feel like i can share this incident with the world tell us okay i'm honestly so excited for for this one. What happened? Okay, this is a long one. Like, buckle up. I'm buckling. Okay. I matched with a young woman on Tinder. She was 26 and myself 37 at the time, which Ooh. is... I have to say, this person is typing very... Like, flowery? Yeah, flowery. Like, she's a writer? She, like, she's, she's typing like she's 37? Yeah, I'm loving this. Okay. At the time, which is more of an age gap than I prefer, but I'm in Wisconsin where there are negative five lesbians <laughs> and a thousand couples looking for a third. So I figure I should at least see what happens. And yes, we, Wisconsin. We go on a date. I love Wisconsin. And you know that there's not a lot of, like, queer people there, right? Right. Well, they're, everyone seems queer because they're all... So heavily padded in beanies and smoking cigarettes. But they are straight. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she shows up and I notice a burnt aroma emitting from her, which I later realize is most likely weed. Mm. She had to drive an hour to town, so she must have gotten pretty high beforehand, which is fine, but weird timing. We start out by going to my favorite bookstore, which is fine. <laughs> After that, I get us dinner where I had a glass of wine and she had two, which wasn't too crazy. Then we went to my favorite little gay bar, which she said her straight brother frequents. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting detail. Uh, we each got a drink and talked, and it was going fairly well. We made plans to go to a haunted cemetery near my house afterwards when her brother shows up to check on us on behalf of her mom, who was worried about her going out with a woman. That <laughs> is a wild sentence. That's a crazy no. sentence. Okay. Oh, sorry. Her brother came to check on check in on us because her mom's asked her to. Excuse me? Because she's worried about her dating a woman. I have to say, that's insane. I've never been checked on. If I ever saw somebody I was dating's family member on the first date, I would be very uncomfortable. Also, that she's checking on a 26-year-old. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, apparently, this is the first... This is the first date with a woman that her family knows about, even though she has been with women before, but nothing more than a couple months. I, I go over quite well with most people's brothers as I'm a chemist who plays in a band and does voice acting and can talk about knives and motorcycles. Is that what brothers like? Yes. Voice acting? Yes. <laughs> motorcycles? Voice knives. acting? <laughs> Do it again. I can't. Okay. Um... In the meantime, uh, oh, she goes, so I win the brother over. In the meantime, her brother has offered to get us another round, which I declined as I was driving, but she got what I thought was one more drink, but I wasn't paying too close of attention. 
we then leave and she starts to fall asleep or pass out in my passenger seat. Yikes. Fuck. I keep asking if she's okay and if she needs me to do anything. And she keeps telling me that um, she always falls asleep when it's past 8 p.m. I am well, so that's, not. That's fucking weird. I'm going to, you know what? You I'll, I'll be the one to say it. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. That's fucking weird. Sorry. You know PM? how it is. It's 8.01. <laughs> Excuse me. It was about 10 o'clock at this point. The car ride to my house is about 20 minutes. So I decided to just go there instead of the cemetery as she is in no condition to do anything else. Yeah. She's falling asleep. It's imagine you're on a first date. You drive, you drop her off yeah. and you have to be like, Hey, good wake <laughs> up. Good morning. Hey, wake up. I mean, that's insane. How are you falling asleep on a date? There's nothing more awkward than waking somebody up. Yeah. On a date. That's crazy. Okay. About halfway to my house, she starts to pre-vomit. Heaving. <gasps> she starts like heaving in the car. So I pull, I hate the word pre-vomit yeah. so much. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I pull the car over, my VW Golf Sports Wagon, the <laughs> gayest car. I get out and run over to the passenger side and open the door so she can throw up not in the car. She makes no motion to do anything and just heaves like she's about to throw up in her lap and is okay with that. So I take her head and move it out to the side of the car where she pukes on the side of the road. I drive us to my house where her car is, but tell her she is staying at my place, which is great. That's very oh responsible. She goes inside my house and gets in my bed with her coat and winter boots on. Oh. I try to get her to take them off and tell her I will, um, I'll get her some sleeping clothes for her. And she says she has pajamas and a toothbrush in her car. I go get them, but she refuses to brush her teeth or change her clothes or take off her coat and boots in my bed. Yeah, she's fucked up. She keeps saying that she's too cold to do so, but my house has proper heating and I turned my electric blanket on in my bed. So she should have been warm enough to at least take her coat and boots off. I give up, brush my own teeth and get ready for bed. She wakes me up at 4.30 in the morning to ask where her leftovers from dinner are before she leaves. This girl. Wild. Imagine the audacity to wake up and be like... Where's my leftovers? <laughs> now fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, hey, have you seen my my Taco Bell? Good, <laughs> wake up. Hey, wake up. Hey, wake up. I'm really hungry. <laughs> have you seen my leftover? <laughs> hey, in a coat, in a boot, like. Have you seen my $5 foot long? <laughs> so crazy. Oh, this whole story. <laughs> it's very, it's really Wisconsining. It's really, funny. it's really going full Wisconsin. I get them for her out of the refrigerator and tell her to text me when she gets home. So I know she didn't die somehow on the way, which she does. Two days later, she's in a relationship with someone else. So I don't have to worry about how to respond to further interactions. This was my first date I had gone on in over two years. Guess I'll wait three next time. Holy shit. This was so funny. Thank you, Holly, for this. Thank you for this bumble huge fumble. <laughs> this is like such a... I, there is a whole category of my date got super fucked up. Yeah. And this is like goes on the top of that list. Yeah, that's a really... Also, it's like... It's the waking up asking like after humili... Like humiliating... There's no shame there. There's absolutely no shame to be like, by the way, I know I barfed out of your car last night. Right. Got in your bed fully closed, probably fucked up your sheets. But where is my burger that I half ate from last night's dinner? I would almost argue to say that yeah. the worst thing that she did was wear her winter boots in somebody's bed. I think that's, uh, yeah, unforgivable. Wearing winter boots in a bed is worse than. 
That's what I'm saying. You ruined those sheets. <sighs> if that's a good pair of sheets, please. 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 Um, yeah, you can't. Um, unfortunately, you can't date 20 year olds in Wisconsin without the risk of this happening. Yeah. This person handled it perfectly and was very yeah. respectful, responsible. Thank you for driving them home and not yeah. letting them drink and drive. But this person is just like unbelievable. No, you were a guardian angel. And yeah. like sometimes it's tough when there's an age difference yeah. in general. It will either feel like, oh, and I didn't even feel like I was a decade older than them. Right. Or it will feel like, wow, I had to like take care of this person's safety and well-being. Yeah. And now I'm technically your nanny. I can't believe that at the end of the story, I was like, it makes sense why the brother came on the date. Yeah. It makes sense why the brother checked because in. Because that girl did need to be checked on. Yeah, she's a mess. She was like an absolute, an mess. absolute mess. I mean, fuck. I'm that was trying a great to think. bumble. I once date my first girlfriend, my first official girlfriend was like 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And I was an 18 year old child and she was a 28 year old grown, grown woman with a husband. Yeah, that's insane. And I remember once again, I was in Wisconsin mm-hmm. and she would give me liquor. And I remember like, I think there was one time where like I got sick and drank too much and she, I was like, now you can tell the age difference. It's like, even if you're all like, everyone's fine. We're at the same age. We're in the same like position in life where we're in college. Right. But there's also just like, sometimes when you're so young and you have like no clue how to function at a bar, you have no idea how to be a person that you're like, yeah, you shouldn't be out going on a date. No, those are flings. Those are fun flings. I, yeah, you can't be dating somebody that's 18. No. That's crazy. If you're in your 20s or 30s, you should not be dating somebody that young. That's You have nothing in common with them. Yeah, they haven't experienced do? life yet. They're a chi- that's a child. If you're buying somebody alcohol and that alcohol is flavored, you're too old for them. Yes. That is a great... That is. We should get that on a shirt. And we're making shirts, y'all. Um, let's get into the review finally for the L word. Okay, great. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. So this is... Season three. Season Trace. Gen Q. Yeah. We start on Bet and Tina. The right la- where we left off. Season two ending. Tina shows up at Bet's door and is like, Do you love me? And Bet goes, Yeah, bitch. No, Bet at the end goes, <laughs> Right. Okay, right. <laughs> she does the, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the classic Bet. Yeah. Uh, we're not sure. So season three opens, same exact scene, mm-hmm. and Beth goes, she starts tearing up mm-hmm. as she does. Can I just say side note? Please. Jennifer Beals mm-hmm. has not aged mm-hmm. not a, a single day. fucking day. I looked it up. She's 58 years old. Tell me that's, tell me you're lying to me right now. 58 years old. Oh, she is. Oh my God. The How hottest. is she 58? She's so fucking hot. It actually is distracting. She it's is distracting. Un, that's, it is like, honestly, it's harmful to me. It's like how skip. hot she is. She's so hot. And also Why one of so the fucking hot. She's also such a good actress. That she's I'm like, unbelievably powerful. She's, I think an executive producer on the show. Like mm-hmm. she's a businesswoman, an actress and 
all wrapped in one. The she's, hottest person alive. She's so and and unfortunately, I watched the L word at such a time in my life where I cannot distinguish Jennifer Beals from Bette Porter, mm-hmm. and that's just yeah who I am. Yeah, I, I cannot separate the two. So mm-hmm. when I like every once in a while, I'll see sex scenes with Bette, and I'm like, Jennifer Beals is fucking that lady right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in my my mind is like, can you believe Jennifer Beals is just out here like fucking Fucking women women. like that? (laughs) Well, she's played the character for so long. Like, I feel like most of her adult life has been playing Bette Porter. Porter. Yeah. And she really, I mean, the jackets, the The blazers, the the whole Jessica, the way that she, because we later on, I think Mm -hmm. in episode three, we do get a sex scene with... Bet and Tina. I was like, thank God. I want to see more sex scenes. Same. With women in their 50s. 100%. Just railing each other. Yes. I feel like there's something. Bet is so hot. Yeah. And in a way where like, even when she is seducing Mm -hmm. the person that she will have sex with. Yeah. She is so good at that. That like I feel like I am an onlooker, yeah. not like some people are hot for the camera. Right. Like they're very they know their bodies, they know mm-hmm. their angles, they draw you in as the viewer. Yeah. Bet is so good, or I guess Jennifer Beals, at drawing in the person on camera that yeah. I'm like, I'm watching Jennifer Beals about to go get hers. I think that the character and the actual actress are very similar to each other. It feels like it. Same with and we'll get there soon. <laughs> Okay, wait. Also, <laughs> bet Jennifer Bills is so hot that her sex scenes with Tina are still hot, even though Tina's in it. Agreed. You have to overcome and no shit. Like, no, it's the character. It's not the actress. Right. The character Tina is so like Tina. Uh, Tina being in scenes, you're like, do I do I miss Jenny Schechter? That's where I'm at with it. I'm like Jesus Christ, but it's it's hot yeah. because of Bet. 100. percent Thank God. So we have them having their scene. Yeah, and we're like, oh my God, it's and gonna Beth's happen. Like, I, I love you, and I've always loved you. Yeah. And Tina goes, I also have always loved you, but you're so fucking bad at this, and then storms out. Right. And then I think we get a time jump, one full year. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it jumps a full year. They haven't really been talking that much. And we start getting to see like their progression, which is not much. They pretty much have not spoken in a year. And Bet is going out working on herself. Got therapy. Yeah. Meditating. Yeah. Obviously switched from coffee to black tea. Exactly. Because she is not popping off anymore. No. She gets rear-ended at um, when her daughter is moving into college, gets rear-ended by another student, gets out, hugs, hugs the girl. Them. She's like, hey, it's okay. I mean, that is the growth that we've always wanted. It's a to whole see. new Bet Porter. It is still hot. Still so fucking hot. Oh my god! It like, but we're seeing me. growth there, yeah. and she's what she's trying to do is like get better to finally be with Tina for the rest of her life, right? And we see over the course of those three episodes that you and I are both caught up on is that that's pretty much the arc of their story this season, and they're yeah. out. So they move to... Bet has her moment. See, that's where I was like, episode three felt like a finale, yeah. a season finale. Yeah. We have a horrific car accident, which actually had no stakes and meant nothing. Gigi's fine. Yeah. And then we have 
you know, the airport, you're running to go get your girl, give your speech before she flies off and they have their... It was giving like, imagine me and you. Yeah. The car, like all the traffic jam and bets running down right. this thing and comes up to her and gets in the car and it's like, it's you, it's always been you, yada, yada. We have our moment. Yeah. And then it did feel like a full series. That felt like a series finale. Right. Where we finally have... And I was trying to tell Nazar, I was like, as a young lesbian, this was like... I mean, Iconic. we've always... They've had such a trajectory of this whole relationship and they were so mm-hmm. in love for so long. And then like I actually saw on TikTok, I I saw like a, a side by side shot for shot of when Bet and Tina first met in season one so with they, this like art gallery reenactment thing. Yeah. It was like really cute. I loved it. I, I guess I'm upset though that it happened so early on in the season. I know because now I'm like are they just going to fuck off and yeah. now we have to focus on the characters that are pretty boring. boring. Yeah. I, I'm I, watching it for Bet Porter. Absolutely. I am here to watch Bet. The only thing because now like the other storylines are pretty boring and also like we're reverting so much. Almost every character in it's this boring. episode is now going back to their ex. Gigi's going back to her ex. Yeah. Bet and Tina are back together. Yeah. Like everyone Shane's is kind of reverting to old Shane. It, Shane is like the only really like fun. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not having a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of like, we got to work through people's traumas yeah. and people getting back together with exes. Yeah. Like the fun parts for me were like Alice meeting. Okay. And I should know the, the but that's yeah. chasing Amy. Yeah. That's, for once again, yeah. When you are like, have you? When you're a lesbian and you've been a lesbian for a really long time, the only thing we had yeah. was the L word, and then chasing Amy, and chasing Amy was also traumatic, devastating. It's traumatic. I think. I mean, I hated chasing Amy. Chasing Amy, I'll, I could talk about it until I die. Yeah. <clears throat> the amount of movies where Ben Affleck turns a lesbian makes me it's insane it's insane it's insane to me but i was like okay i love her yeah. like she's so lovable and likable but like kaylani was like such a must have we're but, not having any fun i agree i feel like when they introduced kaylani i was like here we fucking go kaylani's bringing it okay Kay- i'm gonna say when kaylani sh- showed up to the elwer gen q and was like i fucking got it she was like i'll take over from here and i said you you got she it, got it kaylani. yes kaylani i want to say i think that kaylani is saving the entire season i agree i think that they should have brought her in season years one. ago she's a great actress she's very really good she's really she's good. very really good dude <laughs> wait are you all right no i'm like really thinking about her nipples she Kehlani's can, nipples yeah no th- are the star of season three well they should get their own title credits honestly lefty and righty let's <laughs> fucking rise up are you kidding me Kehlani's nipples why is an Kehlani, emmy nomination for both nipples i can't believe i mean like best supporting actors at least <laughs> Kehlani's nipples for me i'm like how have i never seen them before if they're gonna be that awesome i think that she came in hot as, hot hell, as hell hot as hell and just has been bringing it and i have never wanted to see somebody cheat on their partner especially Same. that partner that Same. Like, Tess I, is great yes i love that character especially when she's like dancing, dancing with, with her, her mom. mom i'm like heartbreaking Same. heartbreaking shane you better fuck kaylani Same. shane you better fuck you kaylani. have you, you have, have to, to fuck kaylani there's for, for all of us for, all for of everyone us. here's the thing i think and you're gonna mm-hmm. what kaylani did yeah is what the l word gen q thought that they were doing from the with jump. that demolition scene. Yes. Where 
who Finley mm-hmm. and Shane yeah. do their, and they must have paid tens of thousands of dollars to be able to play Toxic Pony. It was that scene. I was like, Erica started laughing. She was like, what the fuck is this? Were they trying to be funny? I don't know. Or were they trying to be sexy? I think. Was anyone turned on by Shane and Finley having a slow motion dance pony moment? Was anyone turned on by that? Let us know because I'm like, it was a no for me. Because Shane was such looked a big juiced no. up. Shane's arms insane. looked juiced up. No, they look insane. And I was like, okay, that's I'll tell you fun. What, we didn't need it. I'll tell you what that we sh- didn't that need That scene it. was like, it made me feel like because they didn't let us know that they knew it was funny. Yeah. Pretty tough to watch. Cringy. <laughs> I would say pretty cringy. And I love Shane. No, so I, lo- I... Sorry. I love Shane. I love Shane. But I was like, give me about five to six more sex scenes. Gra- I would love graphic sex scenes yeah. with Kehlani. If Kehlani and Gigi fucked, I don't think they would get a seasons. They would get seasons four through ten greenlit. Yeah. If, if that, Kehlani fucked Gigi. Kehlani should just roll her way through. The entire cast. Yeah. I want yeah. Kehlani to break Shane's heart pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And the only thing for... Because now I'm like... Everyone is just reverting so much. We don't really care. I don't really care about what's going on. I'm going to be honest. Don't give a shit about anything at this point. Right. But Kehlani. I, I really only care about Kehlani and Rosie O'Donnell. Same. And like, I want, I want Rosie to rise. I Rosie want, has risen. Rosie has a hundred percent risen. She's going to fuck that plumber. Right. I, I honestly would like at this point, a spinoff of the spinoff mm-hmm. that is, it should just be Rosie Kehlani. Yeah. And, I, and their stories never cross. No. But they are or, the two. No, you no, know, no. I'd give a buddy comedy to Rosie Kehlani. I would give a, bu- <laughs> a fucking like back to back. One's this, one's this. I would watch the fuck out of that. Okay. Yeah. And now I'm back in. Like they're best friends. Showtime. Yeah. Hit us up and we'll write you the best lesbian buddy comedy. <laughs> With Kehlani and Rosie, and Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. 100%. Yeah. Sell it. I'm, I think this is what's happening. Rosie is finally bringing the heart that we needed this entire time. Mm-hmm. Kaylani's finally bringing the sex that we needed this entire time. Yes. And it's like, those are the only two characters at this point that I care about. I agree. I honestly agree. I think I'm it's sorry. like, it's getting into some like... Although Alice be- is great. Alice is like... Alice is fantastic. Alice, Alice is, is awesome. really lovable. Yeah. But there's always like, the for me, the only way that we can like really wrap this up, mm-hmm. and I mean it, I won't accept anything like anything less than this. And I'm like, I don't care. And it's been shot already. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. The only way that I could rest easy mm-hmm. is if they bring back Carmen and have Shane and Carmen. Back. It's possible. If everyone's going to have this whole, like we're getting back together vibe. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like that Shane is reverting back to our old ways because that's like, that's the, a shame we love. That's a shame we love. And that's a shame we need. I do feel bad for Danny. Danny keeps getting cheated on. Yeah. But now Danny's acting pathetic. I know, but I'm like, this is what I need. I need Danny to get with, I'm hoping Fletcher comes in. Cause we already know that she's in the season. Right. I hope Danny and Fletcher get together. Ugh. Well, don't, ugh. <laughs> Don't I'm just audibly. like, I'm like, ugh, Danny, I want Sophie, Danny to have Finley, fucking Fletcher, all these people. I'm like, ugh. Well, you know what's crazy? Those are the ones that Gen Q is supposed to be about. They were trying to bring in this new generation and that was going to be the show, right? With supporting, supporting older cast members. Right. Unfortunately, I could not care less about those new cast members. Right. And the only new additions that I actually care about are Rosie and Kaylani? I agree. And Kaylani has had the smallest amount of screen time, and I'm like, 
here for I've it. I've been really impacted. You know what I need to buy yeah. what? is an oversized long vest oh, with that no she, sleeves that she was buttoning on their way out of the. Oh my God. Yeah. Kaylani's vest. Now, did you notice that that scene was very, was giving like the first time that Shane met Carmen? Yeah. A hundred percent. So the DJ booth scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering if they're kind of making her be that Carmen. Maybe if they couldn't get. Yeah. Cause she has that other show. <sighs> I don't know, but it does feel like a bit of a chore to watch. I disagree. I'm loving it. Are you? I'm loving every single bit. Do I fast forward through scenes with the new cast members? Yeah. Sure. I do. Whenever I'm at this, the like house where they all live together, yeah. I'm like, I miss Bet. I agree. I got to get back to Bet Porter. Take me to an art gallery. Yeah. You know what it is? They are all technically young professionals, but they are so immature. Like I think it's Finley and is it Sophie mm-hmm. are so unlikable right. and toxic humans that I'm like, I, I'm having a very hard time watching this. I don't and think caring. we're supposed to root for them either. So I'm like, who am I? I guess we're supposed to root for Ben and Tina, which is like, we've been kind of doing that for From so long that jump. it's like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like, just resurrect Dana, bring back Carmen, and please let's just call it a wrap. I agree. I do think, well, is this the last season? It is. So. Yeah. I'm loving it. I know that you are, it's like a chore for you to watch. I cannot wait, and I wish that there were more seasons. I do think that we, we might be making a path for it to be more fun, because yeah. I'm still like, you know I love Gigi. Yeah. And you know I like enjoy gay fun. Yeah. So I think there's room for it to be very exciting, and I hope that it just keeps, keeps going. Yeah. I, I, I just want it to be silly and sexy. I know. And that's what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Listen, I'm going to give it four out of five gloves. I'll, I'll I give her a 3.5. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. I love it. I have so much fun. We need more gay content. And the fact that this is like made by lesbians for lesbians, truly, like I love that aspect of it. It is fun to see like, pop celeb lesbians popping up yes but like for me i'm having a lot more fun watching white lotus yeah that sucks sorry i know well we need more gay content period and i and we'll make it we'll make that buddy comedy of kaylani and rosie o'donnell take miami (laughs) (laughs) honestly please right i would love it oh hell yes you know the gays would watch it 100 percent I feel like this episode was so much fun. Um, Please come see us in Texas if you live there or if you don't fly in. And we can't wait for our next week, right? Yeah. I got to go drink a tea. I'm Rachel Scanlon. I'm Mackenzie Goodwin. Go do something gay today.